Hi guys, this is Sade from Beyond Vegan, and today we have Renee Weissman from Germany. And um, Renee's gonna tell us a little about, about himself. He is um, currently living in Germany, and so we, there's a little bit of a time difference, so we're just very thankful that he's on the line with us. It's a little past 11 out there, so he may be drinking a little tea or coffee to keep himself up, but we really appreciate it. And as you know, our mission here at Beyond Vegan is to help you understand that there's life beyond vegan and it's more to just not eating meat. Um, it's a lifestyle change. So we are excited to have Renee on the line and he's going to tell us a little bit about himself. Hi, Renee. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, as you said, I don't have tea or coffee here. It's just some uh, juice. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. Thank you for the great introdu introduction. So could you tell us a little bit about yourself and in, in your field? Can you hear me now again? I can hear you now. Oh, okay. There was some kind of, maybe one. I'm going to see I if I want to read. Just restart. Nope. I'm gonna um, connect to my hotspot. There we go. That should be good. I'm upstairs. The connection isn't that good upstairs. Um, it's an older house, so the walls are pretty thick. There we go. There we go. Is it better now? Yep, I connected you to my wanna, hotspot. You wanna restart or I, I just, should I just continue? Continue. Okay. Okay, uh, great, yeah, thanks for that great introduction. And yeah, thank Thanks for having me here. Uh, yeah, let's do this. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and the field you're in? Yeah, um, I work as a strength and conditioning coach in Germany with a lot of uh, athletes around track and field, uh, basketball. I have even some uh, golf players or uh, yeah, basically to any kind of sports, hockey. And uh, yeah, I do online coaching and also in person. Um, my main profession, I think, is to make people like jump higher or run faster. That's what we basically do. A lot of movement-based training and uh, yeah, a lot of that. When I was younger, I was like on the edge of making it to a professional on my own. Uh, I played a lot of basketball. I was pretty good at that. And yeah, uh, but didn't make it to the professional level because of some injury stuff, some uh, being not as good as, uh, I, I'm actually, I'm not that big. That was one of the first problems, which made me kind of being in that, uh, I, I developed that uh, trainer mentality back then because uh, I, I made my own training plans when I was 15 years old because I, yeah. I, I was good at basketball, but I, I felt like I will never be uh, that big. I'm a... Uh, 180 that's uh not even six foot um and i started to make my own training programs to jump higher and that's when i started like really early i got that mentality and yeah uh after years and years of my own practice i decided to get into that uh work and yeah it really worked well so far a lot of clients a lot of people who are uh, training with my training plan and it works pretty good. That's so, basically what I do right now. 
So does any of your clients, um, are they vegan? Are they plant-based? Do they live, do you kind of help them with that um, lifestyle change and do they see a difference and how do they react to that once they kind of feel the difference in their body? Cause you know, once you start eating that way, you really can tell the difference in you know, how you feel. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I even start with my own story. Uh, okay. I turned vegan uh, because that, that uh, continues with, with, with how I, uh, how I uh, practice with the, my clients or the people I train with. Um, it was, uh, I think, in, of course, I, in 2013, which is five years ago now, my father died of a heart attack. And I was a little bit confused because uh, he was not sick or uh, very old or not overweight or these things. It, was, it just happened from one day to another. And uh, I was asking myself, why did that happen? And uh, I started to do my research and uh, didn't did not I did not find out that much but um, kind of uh, I think half a year later or one year later I was uh, at, at uh, I visited a doctor and uh, a woman who does like a bit of it's not like a regular doctor more like natural uh, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how you, how you tell how you call these people in uh, in, in the US um, natural path we call them natural yeah, path, like doctor. that but but still a doctor Okay. I think there's even in Germany the system of how they uh, how they uh, study it, it is a bit different. So she she's a doctor, but also one of homeopathic. These natural, natural, yeah. Okay. Uh, and um, yeah, we we looked through all of my uh, blood tests and all of these things. Everything was was okay. But they, she said inside of my intestinals, there were some type of bacteria that could uh, lead to some type of cancer uh, in maybe 10 or 20 years. Wow. And uh, I was a bit confused because I lived uh, kind of what most people say is a healthy diet, a lot of fruits, vegetables, but also some meat and fish and these things and like regular healthy uh, Western diet. Mm -hmm. Did a lot of sports, of course. No, 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 no other uh, illnesses. No, no overweight. Nothing, nothing like that. And uh, it made me a little bit confused, and I really started to get into nutrition. But first things I tried out was like I tried uh, to cut out sugar, which was which did not work at all. Kind of, I it, it worked a little, but you know, uh, not really. Then some kind of through the low carb things, and uh, I tried vegetarian. I tried vegan for some time, and um, yeah, it was a, it was it took me like two or even three years from that point where I just tried out a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. I did research, and and did that again. And in uh, 2016, I decided to to uh, go with a vegan thing for a little bit longer. And then I really got into all of the other stuff, you know, all of the, of the uh, ethical points and uh, the science behind it, and it 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 was it felt better every day, really. Yeah. When you when you when you uh, get to know all of these things, uh, yeah, day by day, and uh, I felt better quite quite fast. I I, I um, in my own training. I um, found out 
where it really helps as an athlete is uh, in terms of regeneration, in terms of uh, when you do like weight training. When I do weight training, which is like, really hard. Back then, I remember when I was 20 or younger, uh, I had to wait maybe two or three, maybe on a really hard practice with really heavy weights, even four days. And now sometimes I can go like every day. Oh, wow. The recovery, recovery, recovery is very fast. Okay. Uh, and another thing, uh, I was always this like basketball. I, did, I, I come from track and field, do sprinting, all these short, short uh, stuff. I never did like long runs or these things. But we have a, a partner club in the UK. Mm-hmm. I, uh, we visit them every year and they kind of make one of the biggest half marathons of, of the UK. And this, this is n- nothing for me, but they also do like a fun run. And okay. in order that I'm there every year, I, 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 every year I do this fun run. It's three kilometers. That's like uh, 1.5 miles or a bit more. Not, not, not like not long at all, but I do this like every year. And uh, yeah. And I remember when I was there for the first time five years ago or six, I always ran like 12 minutes 30 or 12 minutes 40 or something like that. that oh, wow. My, and yeah, it's okay. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm uh, kind of fit, but I'm not into endurance sport and I don't do long runs as much. So okay, it was okay. And uh, without any practice, the year, one year after I turned vegan, I ran 11-11, which is less than a minute. Wow. And the year after, last year, even 10.40, so another uh, 40 seconds or 30 seconds faster. So I think that is because of that as well. Uh, I think there's a lot of less, a lot less inf- inflammatory stuff in your body. And uh, yeah, just your whole system runs a lot different. And uh, you only feel that when you test out your limits and when you do practice, I think you, you feel that even more. Okay. I heard a lot of stories of people who uh, had like really, uh, really uh, serious diseases or illnesses and they recovered from that. Of course, that's a great story as well. But if you are kind of healthy, like I was, uh, maybe you do not feel as much of a difference when you, when you change your diet. Mm-hmm. But if you do like a lot of practice, you feel it better. That's, that's my opinion. Okay. And yeah, after that, uh, of course, you, you maybe know it. Uh, you want to tell it to tell it everybody. You want to talk about it with everyone, and not everyone's a fan on <laughs> the first day. Uh, yeah, but um, especially with one uh, youth uh, track and field group I have, I, I coach them in person. It's not online training. There are kids between, um, I think the youngest are about twelve to twenty years. Uh, there are some who really ask me, "Oh, why do you do that?" And then when, when people come to you, especially young people, and they ask you and you start like on a neutral level, they really get to it. And a lot of them turned vegan since then. I think about eight or ten of them. Wow, that's great. And yeah. Uh, and I kind of, I would not say I convinced them, but uh, I showed them how, what it is. And, and it's, it's very hard sometimes to, to, to do research on the internet because you, you get a lot of you get you sometimes get into a lot of uh, stuff that is not true, or you really have to pick those things. And then everyone says, "Yeah, but this study says this, and this study says that." And I, I think what I always say is just just try it out on your own. Yeah. And and when it comes to ethical stuff, you cannot debate it. There's there's no way around it. That's right. Some people still try to do it, but it, it doesn't work. And so, our group, 
I think a lot of, of course, the, the, the training we do is good. Uh, I think I do, I uh, look a lot on uh, injury preventing stuff. We do a lot of natural movement based stuff. We, uh, we um, practice a lot. Uh, I, I, I kind of support. Um, we, I, I want to build like a solid, uh, muscular um foundation found yeah foundation was the word <laughs> so, mm -hmm. thank you uh like a real foundation that I, I tell them you you have to do this and that uh to to be able to to move like how you want to do and we can't put too much weight on it and we focus a lot of it especially with the young people and uh yeah all of this works but uh also i think when it comes to diet uh it was a performance enhancer for some of for some of the kids yeah. And yeah, mm, I I uh, know that I'm maybe still not one of the best coaches when it comes to uh, technical stuff because there are a lot of old ones who do that for quite a long time. And when it comes to like uh, we have kids that do high jump or long jump to explain every part of the technique, I'm still behind this. I'm still uh, trying to, to get into it. But still, we go to national championships. We have like really good people here in the area, and yeah, it works. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I actually played um, college softball, so um, I do understand about recovery and working out. And I, I really wish that you know they, our trainers, you know, would have at least given us the option or given us the information to say, "Hey, guys, you know, you should try this plant-based lifestyle." Mm -hmm. But my strength and conditioning coach was a bodybuilder, so he was heavy on meat. Oh, yeah. Bodybuilders are sometimes... There are a few who, who are uh, on a plant-based diet now as well. I think you, you know maybe some of them as well. Yes. Uh, yeah, but still, bodybuilding is like one area where I think it's really hard to convince people. Yeah. There is this uh, idea of, uh, I don't know, meat makes muscles or whatever, but it, right. it doesn't work. Uh, so I'm pretty sure. What type of advice? Um, I'm glad you you talked about recovery and you know yeah. the important parts of uh, eating a plant based lifestyle. What advice would you give to um, people out there who just think that you know I can't gain muscle because I don't eat meat, or um, they don't really understand that you can bulk up, you know, and and still be you know manly because you know men they don't want to be you know. Some men don't want to be so small and they think that if you're vegan, you're small, but you're really more lean versus anything. Um, but what advice could you give them out there um, to help encourage them to try or explore the plant-based lifestyle? I think I would definitely look up some vegan bodybuilders just to get uh, out of that image that there is like everyone who eats only plants is like skinny because it's not true. It's definitely not true. There are some like really heavy, huge bodybuilders who are vegan. So nice. maybe that changes the picture a little. Because when I tell them, oh yeah, soy and uh, beans and lentils, they have protein, they say, oh, okay, I don't care or whatever. They should really focus uh, or they should do their own research and look that it is possible. That's the first thing. That's what, I, what me kind of convinced as well. Um, when I did all the research and I learned, okay, it can work. I was still kind of, mm, I don't know, the, the, the role model like is missing. But the, and three years ago, or oh yeah, almost three years ago, 
there weren't that much as there are now. And I think a lot of change is happening like right now. And in, 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 in 16, for me, it's three years now. In 16, it was a, a micro niche. What it felt to me like it was. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of people were vegan, and, and the years before it must be even uh, even wow. even yeah. uh, smaller. And in seventeen, a lot changed. I felt like in, in twenty seventeen, a lot of people turned vegan. It was a lot more in mainstream, yeah. And a lot of more products came out. Uh, it, it was, I think, the year where a lot of things changed. You could get like everything. There isn't. You can get ice cream. You can get fake meats. You can get any kind of milk. It, it, a lot of things taste really good. They, they taste different, which is sometimes a problem for some people. They yeah. say, yeah, it tastes different. Yeah, but... It's not nasty. It's just... Sometimes, it's be sometimes uh, when, you, when, when, when you try it for some time, it's better than, than the other thing before. I think just because something is different is not a good point. Right. Um, yeah. And in 18, like it really, especially here in Germany, it came up a lot. Every grocery store has vegan stuff now. I think it's one of the most uh, developed countries in that style. Like I feel when I'm when I'm somewhere in UK, UK is pretty good as well. But when I'm in, I'm in Spain or in France or in other European countries, it's still a lot less. I think in Germany, is a lot a lot is happening right now this year. Okay. In 18, That's nice. In 19, it, it's going to be even more. Um, and yeah, to come back to your question. Um, I would definitely give the advice to look at some people and then just do the research and try it, try it at least. Okay. Because it, there is not much to lose. That was kind of my opinion. And, and, but what really convinced me is that I saw some people, um, you know, Tim Sheaf, the parkour. Oh okay. yeah. Uh -huh. He was on London Real as well. Uh, he did, he did an episode with Brian. Um, he is a really cool guy and he, he, made some videos about veganism and they were like kind of funny and and i then then i kind of okay why let's try this and i said i will try this for what was it 40 50 days okay and, and then i will look how it goes and in that time only i i first did the research i i didn't watch like these these films or, or earthlings and these things what, what other people maybe start and i know some friends of mine who are vegan they watch like earthlings and they went vegan the day after straight that wasn't in my case i did the research i thought okay it could be healthy for me it's healthier for the planet mm -hmm. and then when i really was into it and 10 day, 10 days in 20 days in, i started to watch those films and was thinking about ethics and then it got me absolutely i i, I said after i think after 10 days i was sure i will never go back it's not, it's not going to be only 50 days it's going to be forever nice so yeah, maybe would, that, would that's, you say that point. is your aha moment what that was that your aha moment um, when you tied in the the health factor to the um, ethical factor of um, you know living a plant based lifestyle? I think so. Um, it was definitely one of the aha moments. Mm. What was your biggest? Yeah, I think it was that. Okay. I don't know. I don't know the day or the film I watched. It was like a little bit of a process. It wasn't. It wasn't one aha moment. Okay. For me, I think for other people it is, but there wasn't like one moment. There were a lot because okay. I did a lot of research during these days and uh, looked a lot into animal ethics and these things. And before, in 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 the year, in in summer, um, I started to uh, 
when I when I found out well, like this vegan thing is kind of healthy, could be could be good for me. I started to uh, have uh, two days in the week where I uh, cooked vegan food for me. Okay. That was I think it was Wednesday and Friday. Just randomly, I, I decided to have these two days, mm-hmm. and I did that for a month, and it felt easier. It was easier to me. I, I was a lot into cooking before. Okay. And I would not say that's what a lot of uh, of uh, people always say that the vegan diet is like uh, you have to uh, you have like less options or these things. I think I my, the variety went up after I went vegan. A lot of people say that yeah. because you discover a lot of new things when you're getting into it. Absolutely. I, I had like I was a lot into cooking, and I had maybe. 20 or 30 meals that I cook, which pretty much most people only have like four or five or even three. Uh, I had like 20 and now there are 40, 50 or even more. I can do anything every day or something else. Uh, I discovered so many new plants and uh, other things I could cook. And uh, yeah, so the variety was, uh, it went, def- it definitely went up. Nice. Uh, yeah. And uh, I got into this. And then um, after maybe a month, I started to uh, add a third day because I felt it's good for me. And I decided, okay, it's Monday. So I have always like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, three times a week. And then it it was uh, one month later, I was thinking about adding a fourth day. And then I, I, I told myself, let's just try this. Let's just, let's just give it this a try for, 40 days and next week uh, I would start with this from Monday on and yeah and then I did more research I got a lot into the ethical stuff I, what I just said and after a few days in uh, yeah I said uh, I don't think it's gonna be 50 days it's gonna be longer Nice. could so you the, tell us so the the health stuff uh, may, uh, got me got my interest and the, the ethical stuff is what kept me there Okay. The ethical was the glue to hold you in there. Could you share with us like one personal habit or daily routine that contributes to your success? Um, I think it's, it's definitely apart from the, from the vegan thing, but still, uh, but it could be, yeah, I'll just, just tell you, um, what is what for my success? What was really a kind of a game changer was when I started uh, to less think about what other people think of you, and maybe even when it comes to diet, it could be uh, important as well. Because I think there are a lot of people who uh, maybe don't do this uh, because they are afraid of their parents or friends or I don't know, uh, but. This should never be an excuse. If you want to accomplish some accomplish something good, you always will have people who are in your way, and uh, you shouldn't worry too much about it. You just right. should uh, stay true to yourself and do what uh, do what you want. Well, not like you want to do, but uh, what you think is right at that point, and uh, definitely think less about what people think of you, especially people you don't know or you don't care about. Absolutely. This is, this is a very important thing, I would say. Um, okay. So the next question is, what do you discuss in your podcast? Oh, in my podcast? 
Um, yeah, of course, as I told you, I have my online business. Mm -hmm. um, I launched it like absolutely from scratch last year uh, on my own website. It's so far, it's only German. Okay. But, uh, and I, that's one point I don't have that much of, uh, I don't reach out to that many people. Um, and I want to do an English version of the program. It's called Go Vertical. And that's why I want to do the podcast to reach out to more people, to get connected more, to, okay. to just uh, gain some attendance and, yeah, to bring it out there. Okay. And, uh, and that's what's what the, the mission? That's what the past podcast is going to be about. And what's your mission behind your podcast? What do you want people to I think, take away from it? Um, I think the initial idea was uh, I was thinking about myself when I was, I, I told you, like 15, 14 years. Yeah. And I was thinking, I'm too small. I will never be a good basketball player. And I'm sure if I had the, the knowledge I have now about athletic training, about nutrition, about all these things, I would have definitely made it to professional level. And I just want to help these people. There must be like a lot of kids, especially I think even in the USA, because definitely the US. famous sport in the USA. Yeah. Over here in Europe, in some countries as well, there are like some basketball countries. Uh, Germany is not one of them. But still, it's popular here, and uh, there must be a lot of kids. And I, I already train with some of these kids here that are just told, oh, you're too small, you won't make it. And just to give them uh, help in that situation. Nice. And that's, that's the message. And uh, another important thing, of course, with all of my athletes I train, I always tell them, it's not about every one of you going to be a professional uh, sportsman. It's more about uh, that you should develop your own uh, passion and find something that you really love and just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be this specific sport. Maybe if you're here, if you're into sports, if you're into this, maybe it's some other movement-related stuff, but there are so many other things you can do. And this is kind of the message that goes through all of the courses I do, especially the uh, things I do in person with some groups I see every week. Uh, yeah, there uh, I've tried to get that message out as well because I think that's a very important thing for everyone because I think a lot of people um, are not doing what they want to do and that's a big problem in society today. Absolutely, absolutely. And I definitely, when we get off the line, you know, after the interview, I want to give you some, um, some, maybe some contacts, especially here in the U.S. Um, the high schools could really use, you know, this type of training you know, and what I found is that like a lot of the children, the younger teens, they're listening to podcasts, you know, they're list, they're looking for the information um, because this is the information age. They have it right at their hands at the yeah. fingertips. So I definitely would love to connect you. My dad was a coach for 25 years. Um, what did he do? My, he coached um, softball, basketball, baseball, football. As a, as a technical coach, like for this, or like not athletics, just this, the, the, uh, head coach, the sport. Yeah. Head coach in the, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, um, yeah. I just think that would be great. And especially with the, the, the universities and colleges here, um, you know, track and field is really big in the U S yeah. so, um, a few of my friends, like most of my friends actually ran, um, track in college. I was the only softball player, but okay. all, the, all my other friends, they play either basketball where they ran track and a few played volleyball um, and like a few of them, some of their friends went to the Olympics 
So um, they have some, you know, they're connected, well connected. And like one of my girlfriends, yeah, that's, what, that's what these interviews are about, just to get connected to more people and to bring that message out. As I said, a lot of people are not doing what they love to do. And uh, I think this has to change uh, big time. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm always open, especially for veganism, because uh, what I, what I, what I, I can feel it on my own. I, I do a lot of practice. I do a lot of stuff. I feel that this is helping people mm -hmm. and it's growing everywhere. Okay. You can, you, you, it's in US. It's as well. Where are you from again? I'm um, from South Carolina. South Carolina. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it's growing in, in the US as well, isn't it? Yes, very much so. Yeah. And I, I, when you're talking about South Carolina, I, uh, my assistant coach, his mother is from South Carolina, actually. Oh, nice. And the, the rest of their family is from, uh, from Naples in Florida. Oh, Fort yeah. From the area. So it's not Beautiful. so far uh, from, from, from South Carolina as well. And he is there now, by the way. Okay. Uh, one of my assistant coaches. And uh, yeah, he, he, tell, he uh, tells me the same thing. Like in the US, it's growing. It's a growing movement. And it's, it's a good thing, definitely. Because it connects us to uh, our consciousness as well. And this Absolutely. is a great, great thing. That is amazing. I'm always, open, I'm always open for talking about that with everyone. I, lo I love to talk about veganism, about nutrition. Yeah, but not everybody wants to do it because some people feel a little bit like they are attacked when you start talking about it. You definitely know this. They do. They do. And you just have to, um, what I've learned is, well, you actually said something just, just um, before that. You talked about it opens up the levels of consciousness and um, because you start to go away from the herd, you know, you start to rear off in your own lane. So you start to think for yourself and then you don't have that one mentality, that one mind mentality. So, you know, sometimes people get upset because you're not doing what you, what they want you to do or you're not, you know, following, you know, the, the masses. Um, so I know that that would help those young children that you're working with um, at least start to think because even if they can just think for themselves, you know, it can change the trajectory of their lives and then they can really uh, use critical analytical thinking when it even comes to food. So, and then the ethical part ties in and then it's like, you know, with a higher level of consciousness, you are definitely going to care about the ethical side of, you know, what you're putting in your body. And as you said, it's the information age and uh, still the school teaches kids a lot of things they can Google in a second right now. Yeah. Uh, which, which kind of uh, misses the point. Uh, I think schools should uh, better, uh, schools should be the, 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 the thing where kids go and uh, find out what are they here for on this planet? What, what is my passion? What am I here for? But it's kind of uh, not that right now. Right. And uh, that has to change as well. And yeah, as you said, but with, with, when you get this path and you get free, free thinking, uh, some people are afraid of that. Mm -hmm. That's, that's uh, sometimes the point as well. They know, like behind the scenes, they already know it's something is wrong with this. Something is wrong with all this meat eating or with all this school or education stuff. But uh, let me not think about it for now. It's easier to not think about it. Yeah. You know, and I have to make sure I send you, I have a, I have two vegan cookbooks. 
amazing. I just right. fried knot wings with oyster mushrooms. Uh, you know, it's Christmas, so, you know, I had to have my little comfort food. Uh, but you, you take oyster some mushrooms. vegans in the family? Or is like, are you the only one? My husband, myself, my son, my sister was vegan, but she's um, pregnant now. And now she started eating chicken again. And I'm like, okay. what's the deal? <laughs> but you have um, a husband and, and a, a, a boy? Yes. Who are vegan as well? Yes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yes. And my aunt, the one that lives in Germany, they'll do vegan for, you know, 20, 40 days. And they'll, you know, try to incorporate. But okay. my goal is to really transition them over forever. <laughs> <laughs> but in Germany right now, really, it's... It's so easy right now. Uh, you can get everything right now. It, it wasn't like that three years ago when I started to do this. You, you could find tofu everywhere. Okay. And not everywhere, but in most, most grocery stores back then. Mm -hmm. Right now it's everywhere and you can get cheeses and you can get ice cream and you can get everything you want. So it's not even that hard. And, and a, lot of, a lot of these things taste really good now. They do. So They do. <laughs> Maybe that's not good, but still, uh, it's a lot better for the planet. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I try to encourage my family. Um, the thing, the, the biggest thing I found is that people don't want to switch because they feel like they have to give up something. But I always tell them there's an alternative. There's always an alternative and, and not necessarily um, a fried alternative or one with sugar because I'm a, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big sugar proponent as well um mm -hmm. i use natural sugars like coconut sugar agave honey you know okay. dates things like that and then when they taste it they're like whoa this is i say yeah it's flavorful because it's actual food it's <laughs> not a chemical <laughs> you know so just um introducing um, an alternative to people first and then once they see that there's an alternative and you haven't killed their grandma because they can't You know, they don't want to eat um, macaroni and cheese or, God forbid, a donor. You know, my cousin, he would eat a donor every day when I lived in Germany. Oh, would you like a donor? Would you like to go with me to get a donor? And I'm like, you eat too many of these. That's a lot of lamb, you know. So um, just knowing that you can always find an alternative and just get creative. But unfortunately, you have to use your brain and think um, when that happens. Yeah, that, that's like you said, you said it very beautiful before, uh, like it is the glue that holds you there. Nice. So my last question, what is the best advice you've ever been given? The best advice I have ever been given? Of course, like my story, I already told you, uh, it was a lot of ups and downs. My father died. I went out a lot of Uh, I switched my studies a lot of times. It was a lot of ups and downs. I got a lot of advice. And I would even say, I, had, I think I had three turning points in my life. Okay. There was the first one. It showed me, um, it was in, I think, 2011. So mm -hmm. almost eight years from now, early 2000, 2011. Uh, it's when I started my first studies. It was business administration, some kind of that. And uh, it was kind of the point where I really found out I will not do professional sports. I have to do something else. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about you, you can't like study something and just get some kind of good job and make a lot of money and you, you won't be happy with that. You have to do 
you have to find what you really want to do. And I, I kind of find out back then that I have to stick with this training stuff. I love to do it. I love to, to encourage others. If I can do it on my own, I love to train with kids. I had a, a small kids group. It was, it wasn't track and field. It was just uh, eight to 12 year old kids playing around. And I love to do that. And I have to think about how can I make a, my living from that. And that's how I started to, that, that was the first idea of making an online training program. YouTube wasn't that big back then. Uh, the, the whole internet wasn't that big. There weren't like online video uh, practice, uh, fitness programs. All of that does not exist. It did, uh, was, wasn't existing back then. And uh, that's how I started to really think about what is my passion. I have to do that to, to, be, to live a pleasurable life. It, it won't, money alone doesn't help. And it took me some time. Then, as I said, my father died really uh, from one day to another. Mm -hmm. uh, there were no signs of anything. He went for his job and just died of a heart attack in the evening. Uh, that was the point where you really start to think about, you only have this one life. You have to, to make the best out of it. You have to uh, connect to others. We are all social beings. We have to... We can't just be alone and, and uh, do something great for our own. We have to, to rely on others as well and kind of help others. Because when we help others, we, we always get that back in Absolutely. some way. I, I uh, made that. Uh, I've, I've, I had this situation quite often now, and it, it, it's true. Uh, so that was another thing. And the third thing. And maybe it, it maybe even this is the best advice I read is just uh, try this vegan thing out. It, it changed so much for me. It was it changed my life absolutely. Um, I gained so much consciousness, even even with the with the practice, not like not the nutrition and the health stuff, all of the connection to the world. I, I felt like I, I uh, got on a whole new level with that. Uh, so I think these were the three points where it wasn't like advice, it wasn't like someone, one person told me something. There was no situation like that for me. But it was these, these things that uh, really changed my life. And yeah, veganism was one of them, nice. for sure. So you gave yourself your best advice. Yeah, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you say it like this. Yeah, I mean, if you're connected to your higher consciousness, I mean, you have to listen to yourself as well, you know, and know that. Yeah. I just, I, I would have never done that without it. Started, it's like, I, I tried a lot of other things out, like yoga or meditation, and I love to do these things. I, I don't do them regularly, like mm -hmm. every day, but uh, every now and then. And I love to do that. And my, my whole practice, my, uh, it, it changed with that. Because nice. you see the world in a different way. Um, is there anything else you would like for our listeners to know about you or one takeaway um, you would like them to have, um, I like to say before they leave the earth. I think you should be more open. A lot of people are not open to try new things, which is a lot big problem with, with uh, a vegan thing as well. Um, just try out things. That's, that's how I uh, made it so far try out something. That's how I got to this. As I said, first thing I tried is without eating without sugar. It was bad. I tried something else that, that n n no study can, uh, 
help you as much as that does. No study, no doctor, no YouTube video, no podcast, nothing. You have to try it on your own. Yeah. Just, just go for something and, and look how it is. And if it's not for you, try something else. Yeah. Nice. You have That's to go vertical, part. right? You got to go vertical. Yeah. Go up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I really appreciate your time. I really thank you for just, you know, giving us a few minutes of your time today and sharing your journey. Um, I know the holiday season could be, you know, emotional. So we are definitely sending love and prayers for you and your family. I know you're missing your dad. So just, you know, we keep you lifted in spirit and prayer. And um, we just want to thank you for, you know, sharing your story with us. And I hope that someone is inspired to go vertical in their life and try out the vegan lifestyle. Thank you right. very much. Thank you.